Welcome to Tech This Way. Check, check. Testing one, two, three. Okay. Checking. Terbaik. Check, check, check. Testing one, two, three. Fragile. Oh, cool. So anyway, Encik Shamsul, Shamsul, eh, Shamsul, Hasnul Shamsuddin. Yes. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been too long, in, man. In fact, it's been a while with everybody. Like, I right? know, right? It's been crazy, I think. You know? huh. So anyways, thanks mm. for coming in. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you for inviting. Yeah, no problem. It's, you know, I don't, not, it's not often that I get people from the creative side of of the world. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, obviously. Well, you know, just to tell you the truth, I am not creative. I just help creative people and then and then I act like I'm creative so it is creative in <laughs> itself <laughs> uh, but yeah. I think when you say creative the more the artistic side and yeah, the yeah, yeah. so so if you want creative someone will be like the C- new CEO of Awesome TV Johan Ishak ah yeah ah. somebody move yeah did you hear the one did you listen to the one that I had with him not yet not yet oh he's amazing right? you know, he he, is, he, he is. he's a you know, he's one of those renaissance guys. Uh. But he would also t- say that, you know, he's probably not so creative apart from his music and his art, that which he discovered a bit later. Yeah, but still, this is what, I, I don't do art. I don't do, I don't play music. You know? I, I enjoy my games and then enjoy my animation. That's about it. I, I might be a good pop culture guy, but I'm not cre- that creative, <laughs> lah, I would say. Lah. So today, you yeah. are in MDEC as the head for the digital creatives. Yes. I'm so sure th- those titles have changed. Yeah, so, so I, 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 I had the division uh the i'm vice president of the digital creative content division of huh. mdec so our role in mdec so macam kadang macam black black sheep jugalah right huh, why uh, did you say that? because you know the whole of mdec is like big data ai you know all those big big words right uh, which is you know the reality is that is the digital economy right. but we are the softer side i would say like you know mm-hmm. the the more um as you said like the creative side so we 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 look into the uh, digital creative content side and and very much focused to, uh, to uh, two main areas. One is animation, new media, and the other one is um, interactive media, which includes uh. games, AR, VR. But I have to say that was the more what's the word for it? Eh? Hmm. Exciting, ah, yes. cool part, like cool, like cool. It's, so, like, it's the cool part of all this digital stuff. God, right? God. I mean, in terms of, um, I would say relevance to the public, right? In terms of getting the public excited, right? Uh. I think this this space is is something that's easy to talk about, easier to talk Betul. about. But I think the one thing that I have to highlight though, it is still an ecosystem, right? It's still a business economic growth area, right? So it is not easy. It looks it looks nice. Uh. But the reality is that you know the business is uh, they have gaps in it and, and because and as a user we only see the end product correct can, correct as you we see sit back right. in our sofa correct, and right. enjoy the show exactly exactly but behind it is yeah I mean around. I mean you've seen like at the end of credits of many anime uh, films right films even animated Memang films ten minutes beratus orang right right yeah, I think certain movies like a couple of thousand people yeah. working on it um, so. You know, uh, that is the kind of effort taken to sort of create that high quality you know, mm. products. Uh. Mm. So anyway, so before we go into that, yep, yep, yep. Right, let's go into the the Encik Hasnul himself. Ah, right. Okay. As far back as you want to, how you ended up where you are. 
Wow. Um, I guess the first iteration. So how many of minutes you gonna give me? Is that if, if you give me an hour? I can talk about an hour about that. I'll give you about that. an hour and a half. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. You said uh, no, 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 no. So yeah, it's you yeah. can go as far back as you want. What's right, relevant? Right. So so uh, um. Let's I, understand. I think, find out more about I you. I think I think it's uh it's good to start uh, um how how I grew up and and why. Hmm. Why um, sort of the things that I do now really matter to me and 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 the rest. I think even even you, right? We grew up um, with a lot of influence uh, from content, a hmm. lot from, you know, and 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 I think Malaysia were very lucky. Where we are in a place where we we enjoy um, all different types of content, right? I think my grandmother used to always watch. Uh, Oshin, which is a Japanese soap opera, right? About mm. this uh, uh, this lady, you know, growing up in 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 Japan. Then on one side we are watching uh, uh, the GI Joes and mm. uh, and the and the Transformers and 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 the rest. So Battle Star Galactica, Star Galactica that, right? Right. Apa, uh, apa, what do you call it? The ni ada satu tu apa? Buck Rogers. Oh, Buck Rogers. Buck and Rogers. the 21st century. Ah, the 21st century, right? Uh, nah. And we are still here on Earth on 21st century. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, but I, I, I think I, um, I grew up. Um, uh, I would say lucky because, uh, my father is a civil service. He mm. was in the civil service, and and in the early days, they 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 used to send a lot of civil service overseas mm. to to do studies. So, mm. um. So twice, uh, my my father went to uh, Madison, Wisconsin. So he did his masters in uh, there, and he did his PhD there okay. in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. So I, so some of my formative years were in the US. I see. Yeah. So I so, the whole family there, la, so for a few uncle, years. Uncle, whole family there. Uh, went to school there, and, ex- and it was a di- very different experience than than my other colleagues. I would say, um, if you want to sort of like try find a parallel, can you think of Chita Stranger Things? Mm. It's exactly like that. that kind the of same up, eh? time, right? The Ghostbusters. So ah. I remember my first uh, birthday present of uh, of uh, apa, uh, apa? at that time they those discs lah. Remember the the vinyl discs, right? Ah, okay. ah, so my dad had his big stereo. So somebody ah. gave me a birthday present of a vinyl disc, and wow. that was my the first record. first record. Guess what that record was. Ghostbusters with soundtrack. soundtrack. Wow. Oh, so by today, you still have it? Uh? I don't, I don't have it anymore. You have it collectible. Till today, I can still remember every lyric or most yeah. of the songs in there. But yeah, so so that would be how if you want to look a parallel, although I didn't have any aliens, but we, you know, at that time, also, yeah. I put Pinky pasal aliens and Goonies and, yes. and, and, and also, I guess that was a lot of how I was influenced and why I liked this space so much because... And you were over there, Plato? Yeah, all that, over nah. there. And then, you know, I played arcades all the time. So oh, I was okay. a big. I I loved games even when I was a kid. I I would like. Uh, uh, my mom knows this lah. I would actually uh, tell lies to my mom. I would say, "Oh, you know, I need to go to some school thing," and then uh-huh. I would be like, uh, "Thrown to the uh, university uh, university students uh, students uh, hall right. where the arcades and were, the, uh, and then I'd be playing arcades." Right. So yeah, I was I was a really bad boy at that time. But I guess that's sort of how. I I've been uh, sort of very passionate about this mm. space, about this area, and I, and and when I came back from university and and I'm an engineer by training, so I'm an electrical engineer by training. Mm. I think one of the motivations I keep telling people one of the sort of the essay that you had to write to get into the university, right? So yeah. I went to, to Northwestern. So the essay I had to write is said, um, you know, tell us about yourself. So I said, you know, the reason why I wanted to go to university because I want I want to. To know how to create to make a Walkman, the Sony Walkman, right? So one day, right. one day, 
I would be an engineer working on the next latest Sony Walkman or something right. like that. So I, that's something that I was, I was really, I really loved at that time, and and I managed to get into the university. So this was, did you come back from Wisconsin after that? Or uh, yeah, came back to Wisconsin. Uh. Did uh, I, I, you know, I, I didn't do Dajalima. I, w- I went straight into Skip. secondary school. Right. I was in Bukit Bintang Boys Secondary oh, School. Oh, KL boy. Ah, yeah, okay. KL boy. And then no no actually, PJ, PJ. it's PJ right PJ. so with the squash Bintang, yeah. I used to play squash there ah uh, yeah everybody plays squash there right and then you know uh, the film Negara is also next yes. to it and then, uh, uh, anyway sorry uh, so yeah so then then I think uh, uh, got into uni uh, actually I I did two years here in Kuantan I'm very proud of being part of that in uh, M- 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 MSM Kuantan. Mm. Uh, actually, first time you know you you are from about uh, I would say the regular schools and then going into you know the MRSFs and so yes. Kacu shock killer, kacu shock killer, right? Kena bangun subuh, bro. Exactly, but yeah, yeah. So so manage that and then and then you know uh, did two years here uh, in the American uh, associate degree program. You know, okay. two years here. Then mm. then you applied to your university. So I got into Northwestern. So lucky. So so. Uh, I did engineering, electrical engineering. But when I came back, I think uh, you know, I, I I was like you know contemplating what what really I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. you know, I had applications, and again, my father being in the civil service uh, um, alerted me to this project. I said, hey, um, you know, this is really interesting project that you might be interested in. What is it? It's like really multimedia, and you know, what year was this? It was 1996. Oh, okay. 1996, mm. right? So that is when I met with uh, uh, Datuk Muhammad Arif Nun. Mm. Uh, he was still with Mimos at that time, right? And he talked to me about this whole idea about the multimedia super corridor. I'm like, whoa! And and you know that's it. That was it. I I was totally impressed by the whole idea. I was totally impressed by um, the vision mm. of, of the MSc. Uh, and then until today, I think it's one of the sort of far-reaching uh, uh, visions that, that, that any country would have ever gone on to right, in, terms of, in terms of a mission. And uh, I joined as staff number nine of wow. MDC at that time, Multimedia Development Corporation. Uh, yeah, and you know that was running MSC. Again. Correct, yeah. correct. So the first office was in Bangunan Geta Asli. In, uh, oh, in town. In town, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was our first oh, office. Okay. We were on the twelfth floor and the thirteenth floor. Uh, you actually get on the twelfth floor only by lift, and then the thirteenth floor is when our where our CFO is. Uh, and uh, and that's where we started. So again, at that time, much of startup you got like. You know, I had mm. to go through resumes of people. Like, remember, like these are you know high upper, uh, more senior people, and I'm just like this kuchifat executive looking through Fresh people's resume. Yeah, so I was like, wow, New Cambridge, wow, and then you know, and and then recommended. But we actually actually got, uh, I mean, uh, part of the um MSCP project was actually a uh, uh, collaboration with uh, McKinsey and Company. I see. So McKinsey was oh, also there. I didn't realize I didn't close the door. Ah. McKinsey, yeah. So, so yeah. So I always tell this funny story to people, right? At that time, I didn't know who McKinsey was. Ah, okay. Klaka. So, so this, yeah, this, this is for the. This is for the, your podcast only, okay? You haven't been exposed. Right? I haven't been exposed. Corporate thing, right? So, so, consulting so, to so during at that time, <laughs> exactly. So during that time, uh, we our job. Do, at, at MDC was just like to give awareness lah. Just like you know, uh, have every day there will be a a session where we call in the uh, corporates, we call in the industry to oh, talk sorry, about. Uh, huh. So what was the what was the responsibility then? What was the role of 
MDC at the, right at the Yeah, time. so so we need to sell the idea of MSC, right? So MDC mm. number one was to attract global companies. So mm. we had a target of like five hundred uh, world class companies, right? To bring to, to for them to set up to in invest Sanjaya. in Cyberjaya, right? Mm. So to provide provide all this to set up Cyberjaya was also one of the the the, the goals of of at of that point. MDC. What stage of development was Cyberjaya? Nothing. Tada. 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 So when it's like it's all Kapasawit, nothing. Oh, okay, okay. Right, right, right at the start. Okay. Except, memang betul-betul at the start. So, mm. that's why even when when we when, when it was announced, it was announced in August 1996 at uh, at that time, Multimedia Asia. It was an event called Multimedia mm. Asia. Uh, Tun Mahathir actually uh, 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 announced that M- Malaysia will be going into this uh, a new project called MSC. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I can still remember that that, 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 that speech. I think, but I don't, I don't know if we have any video. But, but uh, you know, actually, uh, yeah, it, it's about like it, what he says. Like, uh, we are going to make a place where we we work, play, and uh, and and ever uh, work, work, play, and live. Uh, live. Yes, hmm. yeah, that's what Cyberjaya lah. So going uh, that's Cyberjaya. So going back to the, so ramai orang lah. So um, when we had that the those briefings, we had to print out stuff for people, right? Yeah. You know, yeah? So I and this is first day on the job. Right. So, uh, so uh, at that time, uh, um, the chief strategy officer, uh, Dr. Nosai Datul, said, Asno, can you go up and ask McKinsey to help you photostat this for me? So I said, where? They're in the, they're, he's, they're in the room uh, on the 12th floor. So, huh. naik atas. so I went to this floor. Uh, can I know who McKinsey is? And they're all like, we're all McKinsey. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know. It was like a whole group. Right, right. McKinsey oh, was a guy. <laughs> Okay. So gila. but you know that was that was sort of that, uh, so that's just to show that, uh, that we we ourselves were were, were were in a way not say clamoring but it, it was very exciting times yeah. right we were, um and and it, it, you know it it was amazing like we, we had we went to um for example you know the, the the government really you know went out there and promoted we had the ministers go out prime minister went to um Los Angeles uh, one of the I think in sometime in January, February of 1997, we went to uh, Los Angeles. Mm. There was a mission there. Uh, we went, uh, we, they had a, a, a presentation at the Beverly Hills Hotel oh. to all these, um, even, I think I heard even like Spielberg and, and Lucas was actually in the meeting. So I cannot remember, but right. yeah. And then, and then we actually had the first international advisory panel, the IAP, MSC IAP, uh, at uh, Stanford. Ah, so wow. after that we went to Stanford mm. and 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 we had that. So you know there so was it was like all out lah, right? All yeah. out. Like mm. you you had people like Nobu, Nobuyuki Ide from Sony, like mm. Scott McNeely from Sun at that time. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't get uh, 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 Bill Gates because Bill Gates had other things. But there were like luminaries from from the IT and, and uh, Larry Ellison from oh, wow, Oracle. Oracle. Mm. Yeah. So and and this is because like the, one of the Helmers was um uh what, what, Kenichi Ome from from uh, McKinsey and Company and he was the guy who wrote the book Borderless Worlds and mm. all that. so a very close uh, consult uh, friend and consultant to to the to the Prime Minister then so very exciting times and 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 I've been with MDEC for the longest time uh, uh so when I started I I, I was in the thing called Borderless Marketing mm. and it was the impetus or just the start of e-commerce so okay. we, we 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 you know people were just talking about e-commerce and mainly e-commerce at that time were business to business right. nothing at the consumer right. level mm. I think even Amazon baru baru start lah 1996 yeah. Amazon pun baru start yeah, like at rumah pun just dial up, right? exactly yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I can still remember that we're just playing games you you ever pakai 
modem kan yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, kan uh, apa uh, 50 apa 54.4 ke apa uh. <laughs> tak ingat dah the modem ya yeah. 40.4 56.6 eh uh. and then uh, we went to 244 uh, uh, kan uh, then uh, then yeah, you, then you to apa ISDL ADSL and then my mum would pick up the phone like, hey, ah yeah, the phone? cut off <laughs> the <laughs> I remember like downloading the first Diablo punya demo for 60 60 meg je 60 meg Overnight. <laughs> Overnight. Yeah. So, so yeah, those those were very interesting times, and you know, I, I, as as an as a as an individual, actually grew in the company, mm. and, and uh, one was to work on you know specific initiatives and sectors. And there were seven flagship applications at that time. So, okay. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember, there were like a smart school flagship application. There was a multi-purpose smart card. So like our oh, IC was actually uh. the multi-purpose smart card. The 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 this IC. We everybody had to upgrade this chip, yeah, to put the chip. Yes. This is. This is part of what MSC did, right? MDEC and MSC did. Uh. The MyCard itself is one of those projects. Okay. Um, the other projects was um, e-government, hmm. uh, trying to get government on, on online. Um, stuff that I do is borderless marketing and also what we call worldwide manufacturing web, looking at how you can get, uh, you know, just-in-time manufacturing had to happen within within, within companies. Telehealth was, was another. Hmm. Uh, so, so a lot of these things uh, sort of what drove the MSC forward. Um, so, Uh, as the company grew, um, and then we moved to Cyberjaya, so we had to move to Cyberjaya. Don't yeah. said in one of our meetings that if you guys don't move to Cyberjaya, nobody will. So yeah, kita kena pergi lah tengah-tengah hutan tu. Right. Memang, <laughs> I tell you, tempat jin bertandang for real jin bertandang. There, there must gin. be stories lah. There, there were jins. <laughs> oh man, okay. So, so 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 tak pula. There was there was there was another podcast. I think kalau cerita pasal hantu kan. Yeah. But but yeah. Um, we 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 we. Uh, I grew in within there. Um, I uh, and that is where I I guess I started uh, the opportunity to get into the creative sphere. So hmm. one thing that MDC uh, or MSC MDC invested in was uh, together with SGI Silicon Graphics okay yeah hmm. uh, we built uh, a virtual reality center right one of the first and this in the when? region this was wow in the 2000s I think that? in the 2000s okay. yeah early 2000s right, right. so so this was a high end high tech um, uh, virtual reality centers um, you know uh, huge what they call onyxes which are like these big servers hmm. that have all the graphic cards inside okay And, and 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 a curved screen so like if you were to sit you'll be feeling that you're flying through things wow. and stuff like that so you know uh, uh, that was like you know back in the days now i would i would say that 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 huge server graphic card probably can run from your phone <laughs> well yeah. that's the way it is right yeah that's the way it is yeah. so so but but it gave me like this is a, a crossroads between the real enterprise mm. um, um and connecting with uh, what what industry needs And my love, which is animation and uh. games. So, how was the scenario of animation, you know, create creation in Malaysia at that time in the early 2000s? Still very early. Uh, yeah. I would say I always I always think that one of the major reasons why we have a successful animation industry is because at that time MMU was set up. Mm. Right, it was okay. first telecom, telecom, uh, apa, telecom college, college multimedia in Melaka. Mm. So one of the oh, things that, that, okay. that in the blueprint of Cyberjaya, you know, you want to make a mm. Silicon Valley, you need a university. Yes. Right. So MMU was that university, right? And one of the uh, 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 and and even at that point, we knew that 
that multimedia content will be very key mm. because you know you build all the infrastructure and all the highways and there's no content in it then you know what's the what's point, point yeah. right yeah. so um there was a, a a faculty of creative multimedia was set up in MMU mm. and this is where the likes of you know uh, Nizam Raza mm. uh the likes of Usama Zaid uh, you you mean you may not know the names but mm. Nizam Raza is the CEO of Any Monster Bobo Boy mm. right Uh, Usama is the CEO of uh, what do you call it? Uh, digital. I uh, know. Uh, wow Animation. Mm. Agent Ali, mm. right? And then we have Juhaida Jomin, who worked on Saladin and all. And now mm. she's the CEO and founder of uh, Giggle Garage. Mm. And and she. So who we, was the one who was doing the? Who's that singer? You showed me the animation before, quite which, recently, which a few years ago. Mm. Ah, uh, yeah lah. Agent Ali. No, no, no. Agent Ali. But I think same producers who did. For Gwen Stefani, ah yeah yeah, that was uh, that that is uh, under Vision Animation. Uh, they call it Kuku Harajuku. Ah, Kuku Harajuku. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and and they were also part mm. of. Okay, so one of the things that again very you know forward thinking was to actually have industry as part of the university. So they actually mm. had an animation company in uh, um, MMU at that time. Okay. Yeah. To, Who would to, what take the students in? Take the students okay. in, uh. train them, and then mm. at the same time also utilize a sort of facility and provide that that mm. that that. Studio atmosphere within yeah. within the organization, but what MMU did well was to create entrepreneurs. They mm. told them that on the onset you are going to be creators versus just becoming sort of um, skilled artist talent. Right. right. But look at you're creating stories, you're creating characters, and then think about how you're going to create a, a a content from it, and also the eventual licensing and merchandising. I think ah. you with the whole ecosystem okay. as a whole. So I, you know, that, that's one thing that that I I I always say that MMU is is, is really really good on. Mm. Um and and uh, so this is this is sort of where I would I would get interns to come into our facility with, with the virtual reality facility right. and all and they will come from MMU. So where were you guys then? Um, uh, Cyberjaya, uh, come on. So right? Cyberjaya, okay. So 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 MDEC is the headquarters now, right. right? But this facility was in another building, uh, maybe just about 200 meters away. It was called Enterprise One. It's a, a office okay. building, mm. and inside the office building was this thing called MSC Innovation Center. So why we had an innovation? Something probably like what you have here in ESC, lah, mm. is a place where people can see what the innovations are. Yeah, and yeah. ours, what innovations that MSC companies are bringing to the to, right. to the. So, oh, so it's not just for the creatives, but across. Yeah, all across. Okay. All. So and mm. innovation for for across. I mean, even even for the virtual reality center, it's not meant just for creatives, right? Mm. It meant because. Uh, virtual reality was used for oil and gas yes. to, look, to look at you know data and yeah. stuff like that. So you want to um, crossbreed the, the correct, ideas, correct? Yeah, yeah. Correct, and mm-hmm. then and then things like a virtual autopsy we were talking about mm-hmm. at one time. Okay, yeah, um, um, uh, and and usually the architectural and and also like land plan, uh, uh, land planning and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One of one of the uh, sort of um, case studies in there was the flooding of um, of KL, right? Okay. So we took before the tunnel. Ah, uh, before the tunnel. So right. remember, there was one point where uh, the stadium, not stadium, uh, that Taran Merdeka was actually flooded. I do remember. Yeah, and all the, and the cars at the bottom. Cars at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we took all that data and then we actually put it onto 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 digital, uh, uh sort of digital, uh, outlay of the whole KL mm. and then found out where the gaps are and then what we needed to do and that okay. helped the the sort of the, the the powers that be to actually make a decision what to do. Those of how to 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 alleviate the problem, so we could see that the the rea- the reality where the problem is is when you had the confluence, right? Uh, the Klang Klang River and I think it was Masjid another Jamil river, Masjid mm. Jamil area. Mm. That area, 
because it gets full, it overflows. Right. Yeah, and that's that's where the problem is. So if if we didn't fix that problem, then 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 the the, the whole area will be affected. So those are things that we found out from virtual reality. Mm. Right. And we had like tons of students come in. Double sekolah, you know. They got virtual Malacca. I mean, uh. come on, man. You talk about Malacca in the 15th century, and you just talk about it. Yeah. But no, somebody actually built. Uh, ah, a 3D okay. model and we flew around and went to the went to the I mean mm. I became almost like a theme park punya punya <laughs> driver right or, yeah. uh, on one side you're, you're handling industry but on, on the other side is when All people come nobody's gonna that. drive it so yeah. we're gonna drive it so I have my team and me, myself driving it and we had to tell stories that's why I think I talk too much because I became <laughs> that right so we actually had like you got um, Yeah, we actually had the um, the istana, and then the and we learned stories about the istana. You know, the istana burned once, right? And 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 it actually uh, the top of the roofs were actually lined with gold, and gold fell down from it and stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's like, wow, these are amazing stories, and people when they listen yeah. to it, it's like, wow. And all the content for yeah. all that is then. Created by you guys, lah. Yeah, created. No, well, by created by industry. Industry. Yeah. Yeah. So we got we got industry people. Mm. I mean, I mean. It's fair, lah. Right at the end yeah. of the day, we want the 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 capacity to be grown within. So we had companies like uh, at that time, uh, was it ah? I am but which one like ah? Put that ingat dah lama sangat dah. If I can remember their names, but uh, some of them are around, some are not around. So so yeah. So that's that's how I actually got into creative, and mm. and 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 I will have to also thank that you know at that at that time Arwah Tansi Osman lah. Arwah Tansi Osman was our executive chairman. He said he was the one who called me out of IT because I was doing websites for. Right. At, at one point, I was before oh, okay. that I was doing websites for MDX. So you can you, all the old websites has no what lah, right? Dengan Flash lah, dengan huh. apa, dengan Dreamweaver. So When you say you what as in you I was your code. team or you the yeah I was one of the coder lah. lah. Yeah, I was doing graphics on Photoshop and oh, stuff okay. like that. So I have another team member and we were hmm. doing this. Uh, How old were you then? Oh shit. In your twenties so, still lah, like, you no, well, good. Yeah, yeah. I think we're probably in twenties, yeah. Ah, so, so I started twenty two, so ninety yeah. six, so probably yeah, late twenties or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. exciting times, right? Because everything that you do yeah. is like leading edge in yeah. Malaysia. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So I mean, I I grew up. I'm not sure you see him. I grew up with uh uh with a text uh, browser, uh, Gopher. And then, yes. and then we came uh, Mozilla, right? And yeah. then Netscape. I had Mosaic, Mosaic at uni. Ah, Mosaic, so yeah, Mosaic, uh, right? Mosaic, and yeah, Mosaic yeah. became, uh, apa? Netscape. Yeah. And then, and then Netscape, Alta Vista, Alta Vista, Vista yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. now, now you have all the different web browsers, mm. but those were the days. Those, yeah. were, I think, to I remember until today, Mission Impossible One, right? They have Netscape 0.9 beta. So if you ever just take take a look back, Mission Impossible One, he was when Tom Cruise was using his huh. uh, web browser, Netscape 0.9 beta. Wow. <laughs> well, that was advanced then. Uh, it was know. advanced then, lah. Oh, yeah, but, but yeah, but yeah. Hmm. So so Arwatansi said, you know, he took me and another colleague of mine, Azmi, and said, you pulled it aside. I said, you know, we have this virtual reality center. Would you be really interested to to be part of this team? So I said, okay, lah. Let's. That, you know, I was. I, what you know is always the coolest thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's how I got in and and I also thank uh, Datuk Kamil Uthman hmm. he used Sorry. to be he he was a, a former hmm. Finas uh, KP okay but he was also the vice vice president of the creative uh, multimedia cluster in MDEC so he so I worked with him right hmm. so so we were the ones putting this together and 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 and, and that's where I really got like so, so at the, that point what was the mission? mission was really to grow 
the awareness of our animation capabilities. And you know what we did? We actually started a project called Saladin. I don't know if you remember that project. No. Saladin Animation okay. Project. So, yeah. um, so we knew there were capabilities in the industry. We wanted to showcase it. So what we did is we went, uh, we 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 got uh, um, a scriptwriter at that time. Uh, uh, that's before I joined the thing, but they they got a scriptwriter at that time who wrote a script for Saladin, you know, Salahuddin mm. Alayubi, mm. uh, animated feature film. I see. Right. Mm. So to prove a point, what we did is uh, we took uh, a sec section of that script, mm. uh, something that can showcase sort of our capabilities mm. and all. And then, and then we actually uh, uh, outsourced this to our companies. Okay. So the company that won the the, the tender was uh, Silver Ant. Right. Silver Ant, uh, even at that time, was quite uh, quite a, one one of the high highest quality uh, animation companies. They were doing stuff for Konami, for uh, Mario in oh, terms okay. of the animation, oh, okay. uh, the the cutscenes, right? Mm. So we knew that they had the quality. So when they started to embark on this project, you know, we, we were very excited that that day. Mm. So we finally showcased that at um uh, I think at that time uh we had Datuk Badli Sham mm. Ghazali okay. join MDEC, right? Ah, uh, so he became the CEO. So the CEO then. and mm. then and part of the thing is to unveil the new MDE MDEC became MDEC. Okay. Malaysia, um, multimedia Development Corporation. Dulu MDC saja right. with the E kecil, right? So apart from that we wanted to highlight the creative industries. So we showcase the Saladin trailer. Right. So you can still see this on um upper on uh, on 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 YouTube lah. Okay. And, and this is like That's a long nice. time ago, right? Two thousand, mm. two thousand, early two thousands. It blew everybody's mind away, right? Mm. It, it, it like like it blew like even myself when I watched it, much like bulu remang, uh, right? It's like and this is local, right? Yeah, it's all local, right? Yeah. And 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 amazingly, uh, when we went, uh, when when the team went out, like, so we have a separate team that does business development. Went out to sort of market the product. Hmm. Uh, we got a call from Al Jazeera's Children's Channel. Huh. Yeah. And they were said, "Can this guy was like very very you know very low voice? Or, can uh can I talk to the people who are producing Saladin?" So yes. Um, I want to get involved. Can you come to Qatar? And actually, we flew to Qatar. Okay. We actually met with this guy. It's like, first time you meet him, you would be <laughs> scared, right? But but I what was when he says want to be involved? What does he mean? I mean, he wanted to be a producer, a co-producer. Ah. So Saladin is a co-production. Uh, the the final product, Saladin the animated series, is a co-production between MDEC and Al Jazeera Children Channel. So when you were going around with the slice. It was really just to solicit yeah. our partners, lah, to, to create it. Correct, ah, I see. correct. Okay. And then, and then we got this partner, and, and it's just, and they had money up. I mean, I was the money up the wahoo like they already, right? Yeah. But but amazingly, this guy believed in the product, believed in Malaysia, and you know, I would say a lot of what I learned about the creative industries will probably also come from him, mm. Mr. Mahmoud Mahmoud Buneb. So him and 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 and. Uh, his partner uh, uh, Malika Alwan, mm. and they, you know, th this guy was a general manager of the whole children's channel, and and right. and he took time to explain to me and how to get these things. Mm. So I learned a lot from him, and and how we actually dealt through that thing uh, to do a co-production. It's not easy to get yeah. an agreement between. So that would countries. be your first yeah. end to end yeah produce a pro pro production. Program, yeah. yeah. So I had another colleague of mine, uh, Juhaida, who now runs uh, Giggle Garage, who owns and founds founded Giggle Garage. She mm. was the one who produced, who was a, the real. She's creative, right? She's right. the creative. I'm, I'm just the guy who 
sets up PowerPoints to get money and stuff like that, you know, from <laughs> from, from from whoever, right? Yeah. You know, the government. Well, the it's industry. critical too. Yeah, uh, you right. need the money. Exactly, yeah, yeah. but yeah, market, that's that's yeah. that's where we actually assemble the dream team of like artists and the um, directors, hmm. local guys. Like uh, you know, we had great concept artists. We get and we actually you know uh, outsource this to some of our, our animation studios at that time was Young Jam. Amazing, and and they flew their team in, and, mm. and and you know over I think it was over two and a half years we actually built that 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 that, that animation product, and and I think we we're very proud of it. I think it was shown first on RTM, but I think you'll probably be able to see on YouTube now. Now I heard is 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 everywhere. I think it's also on Amazon recently. That oh. the Amazon punya Prime punya I think is going to be there there soon also. So that is so when people say like if MDEC like sometimes people don't understand that right? people will say ag- agencies do not know industry do not understand industry because they never part of industry right, right? But, but here we were like you were building it we were building it and That's we good. were part of that because we did all the you know we we went through the process of negotiation agreements uh you know um uh, fighting for rights you know mm. uh, uh copyrights and stuff like that so we our team actually learned from that and also actually benefit so that we can benefit others within the mm, industry who mm. might know, not know, who might not have the, the reach and ability to do so. So so I would say that, you know, the team that I have with, 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 within the division and banyaknya are still like long, long time serving guys who, who, have, who are still stuck because they believe in the mission. Um, they are so much experience and wealth in there mm. that, that is really good for the industry to, to tap mm. on, right? Mm. So yeah, that was the Saladin story and now, you know, you see what the industry is. Huh? So we have Upin and Ipin. I remember yeah. when I first went to the Upin and Upin, Ipin office in Shah Alam. Small office. I ingat dekat shop lot kat bawah tu tempat beli makan nasi biryani if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so that's the haji bawa I makan nasi biryani. So that was uh, one of the co-founders. Were, Nizam was part of it. Okay. Usama, you know, the guys yes. who were... Yeah. They were all in one team. And I remember on their wall it was a a, a a a newspaper keeping of Datuk Kamil talking about Saladin and all. And then they said, you know, we're going to beat this. <laughs> ah. like he's talking to us like, we're going to beat this, right? And I'm like, Saladin belum siap lagi. Tak apa lah, you're going to beat. Yeah, but look at what Upin now is yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a week ago, 10 million subscribers on YouTube. Wow. 10 million subscribers. Uh, I wonder if Indonesia is still the biggest market. Yeah, it is. It, it is, is still there. It is, yeah. I think one of the things that, that pushed it was that it's shown on MNC TV, which is one of the big TV channels in Indonesia. Okay. And and uh, most recently during Raya, there was a, a short clip that they actually uh, put out on, on YouTube. And one of the characters, uh, uh, they were talking about sugar di bawah uh, kaki ibu, tapak ibu, kaki ibu, right? Uh. But Upin Ipin are orphans. Ah, okay. So yeah. one of the characters actually said, Alah, you tadi ibu tak boleh lah masuk sugar. Something like that, you know. Ah. And it became a big ruckus on Twitter, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, yeah. with the Indonesians and also. Debate lah. Ha. Debate and, and, and he made an apology video after that. Oh, wow. And, oh, okay, and, okay. and uh, just after Raya and then, then he just shot up. So now it's like 10 million, right? Yeah. So if we go back to the point when Saladin was produced, mm. right? at that point, what was the relationship between uh, MDEC and the industry. Okay. So, I would say that, uh, uh, again, at that time, before even animation, MDEC also wanted to sort of build the entertainment. So, there was a point where we actually worked to see a building up a film studio in Cyberjaya. I okay. don't know if you remember. It's called uh, E-Village. Yeah. I do. It was outside. Yeah, it was outside. Between that and... 
dengkil dengkil yes yes yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. long time ago um, yeah but that was the impetus and start of it and then mm-hmm. we realized that at the end of the day um, uh, one of the things that we saw the potential was animation okay right because uh, we see that from MMU they were creating these these talent pool and also mm-hmm. you know the likes of the the likes of Silver Anne and the rest saw that um, there is a high growth rate for mm-hmm. us to uh, if we put in the right sort of um effort and 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 also um um tools mm. were able to actually push this further mm. i think even then uh the grants uh, and, uh the grants were called e content grant okay. and they were all under mosti right so you know the government has been quite consistent in actually helping mm. this industry we see that there's uh, um uh we see that you know i'm i'm not i'm not I don't want to compare ourselves to the film industry, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, a lot of what I see in the animation industry is that a lot of the producers are very commercial focused because mm-hmm. they came from um, doing servicing, right? Mm-hmm. They were like uh, animation uh, studios that service other animation studios or other producers outside of Malaysia, so they're very very business minded mm-hmm. already. But they also knew that that couldn't be the only thing that would sustain their business, right. so they actually allocated some of their resources to create new IP. So mm. even at the start, I would say that uh, even MDEC also was learning through that whole process of understanding the 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 industry and how it worked. Mm. Uh, for example, right when we did co-productions uh, with between the our local companies and foreign companies doing co-productions, because we were still a very nascent industry, whenever we negotiated with foreign parties, we always get the shorter end of the stick, yeah. right? Because we probably are, you know. Maybe we are not able to say that we provide this certain level of quality, blah blah blah. I mean, just want to get the job and mm. stuff like that. But I think things have changed tremendously now. Our companies are now in a better position. They have be- they have built portfolios. They have built quality content. Mm. So they so in in these negotiation platforms, they are actually at the, at that point at, at this point uh, have a better um, sort of um, position, mm. right? <coughs> so. Even from and that point of view, we we also have grown in terms of the knowledge base. So the networks that we have uh, allows us to sort of open doors for our companies. Mm. Uh, you know, it's easier. It's easy for us to hey pick up a phone and call Netflix and say hey, can you open up an opportunity for us for you to for let our companies to pitch to you guys, mm. and then maybe call Cartoon Network or mm. you know and and do the same and Disney do the same and even our local broadcasters and now our local broadcasters are are, are really into the game. They they want to invest into animation right because yeah. they also see that the animation space creates great opportunities not just at the content creation but also licensing merchandising mm. the clothes you know mm. the the toys and stuff mm. like that right so so these are things that when we look at it uh, uh, when mdec looks at this ecosystem this this uh, area industry it is an ecosystem play mm. it's not just i'm looking at just the the, the nice uh, cartoon Right, mm. I need to make sure that the business does well. I need to make sure that the talent pool is available. Mm. Right, the mm. company needs to grow. Where yeah. are they going to get the talent yeah. pool? Are the talent pool good enough? Right, yeah. have they been? Um, uh, I, do they need still finishing schools? I mean, there's always the the issues that we have, you know, uh, growing up. Right, mm. so <clears throat> these things are, are sort of um, uh, whenever MDEC enters into any ecosystem, these are the things that they will look at. So that that is why. I think now we've we 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 started looking into the next evolution of the digital content space. So we we, uh, we in were in terms talk- of what MDEC does. And does yeah. Okay. So you know, RNK twelve is coming. Mm. 
So um, one of the things that the team had done last, starting from last year, was to really assess what has ha- uh, what 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 we have done, mm. and what we need in the future. And this is culminated into sort of our, I would say, our framework. We call it Dice, uh, the digital uh, digital content ecosystem framework. Okay. Right uh, before it was policy. Let's Where's see the how F? Because, uh, <laughs> F. So we just Silent Dice. Uh, okay, yeah. Now we will call it Dice policy. But uh, I think I think it's something that, that we are uh, looking using it as a framework for us, for us to have a discussion with EPU on mm. how we want to move forward, right? And Dice is really about taking the best of what we have and then what we need to actually push it, uh, accelerate it even further. Um, Malaysia number one is already known for this content creation. So, in terms of leadership, are we? Yeah, yeah. In oh, the okay. region, we're right. like animation. We're the leaders, right? I mean, you. If you go to Indonesia, everybody's talking about Upin Ipin, Bobo Boy. I guess. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, wh- where do you think that stems from? Is is it just Malaysians are just more creative digitally? Is it a question of our education system was so good that we've been tuning it out? How, how did we end up where we were? I think there are many things that, that, that attribute to this. One is that... Um, I uh, I I takut nak cakap, tapi I I will I will say it as it is. Um, in the early days, the piracy, huh. the ability for us to gain content and watch any yeah, content watch that we anything. want. So that gives so we're us exposed to <laughs> exposed to so many things, right? Yeah. So the exposure is very key. Number one. Number two, hmm. um, I would say that uh, um, inherently Malaysians are very creative people hmm. because we're so diverse. We're not monoculture, right? Yes. We have multiple cultures. Diverse cultures, hmm. gaining from everyone. Hmm. I mean, kita gado gado pun gado because we have diver- uh, the diverse diversity of the culture. But also within that diversity, you can pick things that may be relevant for any person yeah. or any any ethnic group for that matter, right? So if I I've been so close to a, <coughs> for example, a Chinese friend, I understand Chinese New Year. I write a story about Chinese New Year based on what I know. But this will be relevant to somebody who is of Chinese ethnic background in the US yes. or in there. But I, okay. I may be a Malay or Malaysian, right? Yeah. So sim- similar, mm. if, if a uh, uh, Indian guy writes about uh, Eid and Hari Raya. And so yeah. that's what we, that, uh, that people don't see that is actually one of our, 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 our strengths. Yes. Right? So, yeah. so, so that, that is another one. The third one, I think, um, really is like government support, right? So I've mm. been with MDEC since 1996. I've been yeah. Passionate about this space. In fact, that's your one and only job, la, <laughs> Apart from all your side hustles. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That so is twenty-four years. Yeah, almost twenty-four years. So I did. I did segue. Like I left in two thousand fourteen. I joined a company called Rhythm and Hughes. Okay. That's another story altogether. Ah, okay, we'll get into that. But ah. Rhythm and Hughes is uh, 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 Rhythm and Hughes was my under for me to be part of real production, like right. really understand production and and at the Hollywood level and and, and that that the but. Then I, I, I rejoined back in hmm. MDEC in 2014. Okay. I left in 2010 and I came back in 2014. So, right. yeah. I, Six I, there year was a hiatus. Uh, which is probably years. beneficial to MDEC. Correct. To have been out there. Right? Exactly. Right, uh. right, right. Uh, beneficial for me and MDEC and yeah. then, uh, <coughs> to, be, uh, to also create new networks and all. Hmm. But, you know. But anyway, so back to the point where, yeah. you know. So, so, so very government supportive support. government mm. support. I mean, mm. you, if you go to any other parts of the region, they they will be very envious of what MDEC is doing within mm. this space. Mm. Uh, in the game space, animation space, they're like, 
Ask no, can you come talk to our government? Tell them what needs to be done. Yeah, I can tell them what needs to be done, but if they don't have the passion to do it, then you know. So I, so um, may, at many times I do engage with the f- uh, 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 different government officials from Thailand, Philippines, hmm. uh, Indonesia, for that matter, just to give them ideas of how to, to they want to move forward. Um, yeah, they they they're, they're very, mm. very jealous of what we do in MDEC and and the team and I would say attribute this only to myself. I have a team that 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 is so passionate also mm. uh, and uh, you know uh, um, like my role now like in my head is like if I I need to make sure that my team will function without me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that is like my high end goal. Uh, mm. goal right because when when that happens then that, that then then I know that I've achieved my lifetime goal right? yeah. and, and yeah. I, I think I'm very close to that already because mm. they can do things on their own already so um I have people who are very good at at doing marketing and have the network I have very good people who have who know how to nurture new companies and startups mm. look at funding so mm. uh yeah, funding and funding content creation um also at the at the point of creating policy and strategies the whole team is there. The whole it's like our my team is like a mini M deck on its own, but just yeah, for the creative. Just for creative. Yeah. So so I would say that that uh, the 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 exposure, um, the diversity of cultures and the strong government support, mm. uh, these are things that are, are are really key in making sure uh, make making that that there is success. And and most important, like we have all these guys are risk takers, right? All mm. these companies, all these creators, they're all risk takers. So that's why it breaks our heart sometimes when we see them fail. Yeah. But then we want to make sure that they actually get support. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, even I mean, if you know, in Pajana, there's a specific call out for animation and visual effects mm. because oh, we okay. fought. Right. At that, at that. We need to get the animation because that's an opportunity. Doing Raya, mm. uh, but, uh, all the but Raya Mini were mostly animation, right? Yeah. Petronas, blah, right. yeah. Right. Because nobody could do live action. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so came, animation came, came into came opportunity. Into opportunity. Yeah. So, and we still think that this will be an op- opportunity in the future. And I guess one of the biggest impetus for, for this is, is where a lot, and I always keep telling this to everyone, is where the, a lot of the youth. The young people they love they love animation they love games they want to be part of it yeah right yeah. I'm sure your kids are the same right they play I don't know if you can play they play do games. they do but not, uh, not as much as uh, yeah I'm glad not yeah, as much, yeah. But, yeah but there are, there are people who, like my kids who kids game a lot and then the parents will come what am I going to do is gaming so much yeah you know what if you tell them this 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 and give them this kind of exposure he might become the next big game developer yeah, yeah. right and I, I, we do have a lot of parents coming to us right now like mm. they actually want to support what yeah. the kids are doing right uh, and, and actually grow that so um, we're also very lucky that that you that you know game development education in Malaysia also has a ver- has a long history is right? there such a thing yeah there is it huh. started in MMU again Okay. Back in uh, and 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 I would say that the hmm. guy who, who yeah. So I think I mean, normally when we talk about creative, it's always the animation, right? Yeah. So let's move into the gaming part a little yeah, bit yeah, more, yeah. right? Okay. So 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 again, uh, yeah. So gaming, um, I would say also in the early days, um, um, I would also I think animation is probably fa- a, a bit farther ahead, but. Hmm. In the early days, there was one company that I engaged, and this is where I learned from. So right. again, I'm very lucky to meet with people who are wanting to teach me things. So yeah. uh, I learned from um, a company called Game Brains. Okay. And it was led by 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 this American named Brett Beebe, who mm. married a local, 
lady. Oh, okay, so this is in Malaysia. Lah. In ah, Malaysia. Okay. And, 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 and Brett uh, actually, you know, again, built this company in Malaysia. Hmm. Uh, and and the the people who have it in his companies are not game because we had no game development right. courses. What platform was this on? Uh, they did it for Game Boy. Okay. Game ah, Boy. You know game the Game, game Boys. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Exactly. Game Boy. Game Boy Color lah. Ah. Think okay. They were, the next version. They were yeah. on the verge of actually doing something on the PS2, if I'm not mistaken, at right. one point, right? So, but yeah. A ragtag group of guys who are now sort of the leaders in our in the game industry in Malaysia and globally. So Brett now is like one of the top VPs in Unity. So if you know oh, Unity, yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, he's he's like the top one of the top like uh, 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 guys in Unity doing all the 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 the, the system and the coding and stuff. Yeah. And then some of his other guys um um uh, are in Unity also and. Uh, outside of Unity doing other things and then um, one of the guys uh, he became an art director at Ubisoft did something for Assassin's Creed in Singapore ah. and uh, now he's you know in a, he used to work for PUBG for a while and now he's looking for the next gig and one of the other guys now working for so they're everywhere and, yeah. and holding high positions and these were Malaysians right hmm. and that's how so MMU, I think back in when I'm first engaged, probably 1998, 99, hmm. they already started a games development course. So it was a course in the Faculty of Creative Multimedia, but also had a connection to the Faculty of IT because hmm. you need programmers and artists at the yeah. same time. So because the gaming, because gaming has a lot of psychology behind it, right? It's correct. Not because you know how do you yes. entice people? Yeah. The scoring, the yeah. motivation. So there are three that, yeah? three main. I would say the main jobs in games. One mm. is game art. So mm. you build the art, the characters, yeah. the models. Eh? The second is game programming. So you do mm. the programming. And the last one is where you talked about the game design. Right. So, yeah. some, yeah. so you, that's how you will have to know, understand how people think, how people play, and you know, mm. uh, make make analysis on that yeah. and, 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 and create more things. So so I would say that, you know, uh, uh, it's... You know, at this time, this guy named uh, Helmi, 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 uh, uh, he was the one who started the program in 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 MMU, MMU. Mm. and we also assisted him. You know, uh, he had like a final year punya presentation, so we opened up our facility to him at the at the at the innovation center and called in the industry guys to get inputs. So that was sort of the impetus of the education in games. Mm. Now I think we have over. Uh, I would say ten universities teaching game 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 games, right. uh, ranging from uh, the top one is uh, UOW and One Academy to One Academy. Okay. One Academy is working together with a group from uh, Seattle uh, uh, called DigiPen. Mm. Uh, and then we have uh, Oopsie also teaching games. Okay, well, I um, don't know any of these. Yeah, um, yeah, what do you call this? Um, what do you call it? Utah, Utah. Um, uh, uh, Polytechnic Selayang also teaches games. Yeah, mm. so there's actually a game de- uh, GDCOM, Game Development Council of Malaysia, which is all these educational heads talking about how to improve edu- uh, education uh. around games. Because I think the challenge earlier on, like, I guess when we were growing up, games is like a stigma, right? Alamak, masa main right? It's like useless yep. waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Obviously, that has evolved now to. As you said, right now, parents are saying, hey, how do I get my... Because they play so much of it. Yeah. And some would, some a bit more foresight would say, hey, you know what? There's opportunities to actually excel yeah. and make a living out of it. Uh, let me give you some numbers. Hmm. 2019, the whole of the game industry market is $159 billion wow. USD. In Malaysia alone, $697 million USD. 
Hmm. That's the market so, size. So, when you say market size, that means like you you buy you games buy game, or you, you may play, play whatever lah. Competitions, eh? competitions. Okay. But competitions is less. I mean, you know, the actual people paying for yeah. for for games are either they pay the license, uh, free, uh, pay to play, or they they buy a console. I game. wonder if you know, like the animation. Right? You were saying how we had access to a lot of the VCDs. Right? Yeah, yeah. Games too, yeah, yeah, right? I used to go to Imbi Plaza uh, and pineapple you know, and correct. copy and you know. Dulu, I used to, you know, we used to copy cassettes, yeah, right yeah, for the games. Yeah. Then you copy the CDs, yeah. and, and yeah. I'm sure that had a huge, of course, huge, uh, of course. And again, you know, this, this is why I tell the investors. Uh, I mean, I tell them the truth, lah. Hey, you know what? Our guys are exposed. They've been playing PlayStation when PlayStation wasn't even yeah. officially here, and we, you know, and and pirated, lah. But correct. now, no, lah. Yeah. Everybody is playing. Because I remember, original. look. And even in Malaysia, if you wanted to buy an original, it would have been like 150 ringgit. Yeah. Right? Something stupid like that, right? Yeah. Or 10 ringgit CD. Yeah. Yeah. If it was at 150 ringgit, there would be no gamers yeah, in Malaysia. Yeah, no gamers. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's uh, probably the problem with maybe in the U- Europe and US, right? Yeah. That the kids only come from a certain level of, of, of family background that can afford your $20 games. Yeah. Right? As, it, as opposed to here. Yeah. Ciro ciro mana so yeah. you can you can yeah. have a yeah and that's that's why also a lot of gaming happens within this region is around mobile. Hmm. Mobile is easy to access. Most of the games are free to play. So yeah. we we see that happening, especially within this region. The growth rate in this region is about twenty some twenty three percent. You and you, Kiger, yeah. Wow. The market, what yeah, kind of Southeast Asia, it's crazy, yeah. Right. And 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 another another nice number to 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 hear is uh, Epic Games, which hmm. made Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Big game, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're recently raising up to 750 million USD okay. for a valuation of 17B. Wow. Wow. Right? So, you know, it's it's no longer like ch- yeah. a kids this playing game. This is the Facebook valuation levels, you know? The, yeah. The so, like, so wow. because at the end of the day, I think what people don't realize, games are an interface to the virtual world. Hmm. There will be a time when your experience will be like Ready Player One. Like if you yeah. watch that movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. it will be that. And who's a building... A scary, but still, yeah, you know. Yeah, who's but building concept, it? Yeah. 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 And that's game. why companies like Facebook invested into companies like Oculus. Oculus, yeah. yeah. Right? Because mm. they knew that they needed an interface. There will be a time when text will no longer mm. be there. Your experience will totally be virtual. Mm. So... In fact, I find it's, it's funny how there was a bit of a transition between the games to... Animation to yeah. films and all that, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of the releases now, the opening scene for you know the latest. I think was it Unity that came out with the new engine, right? Then they were showing these 4K games. Yeah, yeah. Unreal, Unreal, ah, Unreal, Unreal, right? Ah, on the oh, PS5, yeah. crazy. Oh, that, what? Yeah. This is not a game anymore, yeah, right? This is a, not, this is a movie. It's a movie. It's yeah. Movie, yeah, and and yeah, and and this way it gets blurred. Right? That's why I love what I do because it gets blurry. Because, um, have you watched Mandalorian? Yes. Right. Yeah. So, so is Mandal- it live movie? I'm sure. Live right? show, but you shot what they call in a, in a process called virtual production. So what they did is instead of creating sets, they actually created a virtual set, and he was acting against an LED screen. Oh wow! And as he moved around huh. in real time. Sorry, when you say LED screen, or as in I thought it was mean in the green screen. This no, is not in green screen. It's not green screen. It's an LED screen. So like LEDs that you see in 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 uh what in um in concerts and all. Huh? That sort of LED screen. Oh, a huge S LED screen yes, that he's actually walking, yes, walking around in. So in our days, dulu dulu, somebody actually painted the back, yes, backdrop. Yes, backdrop. La. Yes. So then, whenever oh. he moves around, the camera can move around, and because it's real time, you can move around in the in the space. 
Oh wow! Yeah, so so that cuts down costs. That cuts down creating sets, uh, and and you huh. you'll be you'll be able to capture anything you want. And then there's a reason for that. Like if you do something with green screen, right, um, the lighting might be off. Hmm. So you'll have to add lighting later on post production. Just imagine, like, okay, let's say you're in a desert, then you make sure that the lighting is 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 a desert lighting. Mm. But if you're in the dark in the in a cave, then it's going to be yeah. you know whatever lighting mm. will be on the clothes will be the the, oh. the real lighting. So so Ooh. that and all that that the the background the the back engine is all running off Unreal, which is a game engine. Oh, you mean our oh, Mandalorian is running on Unreal? Whoa! Yeah. So virtual production they use Unreal to 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 power that. Right, so wow. more and more of these productions are, are being like that. Right, it cuts it cuts time down, mm. uh, cuts uh, makes makes it more efficient. Um, uh, let's say you know one of the things that 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 usually happens in 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 live action shoots is that oh I need to do a retake, mm. right? And just imagine if you have to set up the stage, the again. set, yeah, the the set, right? right? Yeah, it no. is impossible lah. Impossible lah. Yeah. So what you do is it's all real time. Boom, it's there. Yeah. So it cuts. You know, it becomes production becomes more efficient, more. You know, uh, um, I would say people can move and be more agile in what mm. they want to do, right? Mm. So yeah. I, I guess this is the thing. And and now we're already encouraging our animation companies rather than using rendered, like you know, they they before it was the doing it on Maya or Blender, and then they use CPUs to render the the scenes. So okay. they will render frame by frame. Mm. Now we said, why don't you transfer that to a real time engine? And then you can animate on the real-time engine and you mm. can change it anytime you want. Because when you render, it will take time. Yeah, then only yeah. when you look at it, uh, maybe I have to change something. But on real-time, then you don't. It's because all mm. real-time. It's on the fly, yeah. So, so these are things that we are doing right now to help our companies to sort of think about the future. right? Mm. And, and they are actually help, uh, adapting. You know, very key. Because just imagine if a government agency doesn't know all these disruptive things that are happening around you, then they, you know, yeah. But then, then, my, then there's no value for you. Exactly. Guys. So my team actually knows this. So they're able to say, okay, these are things that we need to get ready for. We're talking about things like um, uh, uh, providing some um, for the for the uh, MCO mm. uh, tech incentive for us to for our companies to actually um, um, sort of get some 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 sort of uh, assistance for them to ac- access tech, especially right. for the MCO, like you know, in terms of project management, in terms of um, remote desktops and stuff like that. Because mm. you know, we know that this is going to be the the new norm. The new norm will be that people will be working from home. Yeah, and, yeah. and, 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 and in these things, right? You're it's working just, virtually to create something virtual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even like our, we have an incubator for games in Bangsa South called Level Up Inc. Mm. Um, none of the companies are com- have uh, come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because they 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 find out they they not they find out, but they they can run virtually. Mm. The tools are there. Yeah. The only thing is, we hope they hopefully have good. Bandwidth, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that 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 is already things that we see the because of the infrastructure that we invested back in the days of the MSC. If we didn't push that vision, mm. I don't think we will be where we are right now. Yeah, yeah. We will be behind the curve, lah. Yeah. To catch up. Actually, I wanted to talk about to go back a little bit yep. from a investment standpoint. Mm. So initially, you were saying that the money was flowing out through Mosti. Yes. Right to these companies yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. I'm. Two questions on that. One is from a KPEX standpoint, right? For companies who want to set, who was then running animation studios and things like that. Yeah. Was it a lot of computing power and infra that they had to purchase up front and therefore, you know, it had a very high uh, barrier of entry, right? For It's not anybody can just, let's set up a, a yep. studio or a, or a production house. Yeah. Um, so does the 
does the money is 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 providing the money a large part from MDEC standpoint? And do you guys actually invest in these companies? How how does that work? Okay, so MDEC we're not an investment house, so mm. we are um the sort of the conduit for the government to actually ex- execute uh, developmental programs. So mm. on our RMK to our RMK programs that we, we we do this. So going back to Mosti, um uh, at that time the funding was from Mosti. Uh, and and I think we were quite generous then. Um, if I were, if I'm not mistaken, um, per project we could we could fund up to five million ringgit mm. at that time. Again, I don't know. Is that a lot? Is that it's a lot? Is it? Okay. Uh, now I mean, comparatively now, five million was a lot then, right? Right. But again, it was a very nascent industry. Mm. Uh, we, uh, and also we were like you know just trying to get the, and out of that, uh, that twenty percent was was meant for them to acquire Kipex. Right, right. Um, Kpex for animation is quite substantial. It's very resource intensive. Uh, so these are just one. servers, lah. Servers, computers, and servers, servers mm. software. Computer. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a, the 3D yeah. software are actually quite, quite, quite expensive mm. too. And and before it was, you could like in those days you could actually uh, buy per license and then you know uh, and have the license for ad nauseum. Mm. But now there's a subscription basis. Yeah, now. everybody does right. a subscription basis. So. So um, it it is it is a um, you know from from a KPEX uh, investment became an OPEX, OPEX investment right. But at least you can at least start. Correct. Correct. Line, yeah. So so at that time that 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 and one of the things that even MDEC offered and and through RMK it was to actually um, set up a rendering farm, hmm. right? Because rendering farm is, rendering is actually a quite uh, a resource intensive also effort, right? You have to have, you know, what would if 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 were, they were doing it in their organization, at night when they go back. Asleep, they will actually sort of on the network do rendering hmm. of their, their, their yeah. but together. again that one is when they at night and let's say in the morning you wake up and you see the, the, the renders are not right then you have to do it again the next day and stuff like that hmm. so we we tried to centralize that uh, within MDEC we built a, a rendering cluster hmm. uh, we had a uh, I think a, a thousand node server uh, where okay. we provided also rendering software hmm. And we actually uh, rented this out to our industry at, at very very low cost. Hmm. Like, like you know, j- it was not really a profit center a, for you guys. It wasn't lah. a profit center, yeah. it, but we wanted to make sure that the companies pay so that they value. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Versus doing it on their own, so that was one of the services that we offered, you know, to support what Mosti had had done. Hmm. Uh, so so yeah, they could they could fund up to five million and twenty percent went to KPEX. So, I think it helped a lot of companies at that time to actually start up. Their 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 the their, mm. their companies and the resources mm. they required, um, I but I still think until today one of the 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 biggest uh, Sorry, hurdles. Sorry, put the mic. Oh, uh. one of the biggest hurdles would be um uh, um you know again capex and and software. It's still a lot of cost, so that's why a lot of our companies have become a bit more savvier. Um, there are open source 3D software uh called Blender is uh, that's one of them, and mm. and a lot of our companies are. Uh, mo- well, not a lot, lah, but the some of the successful ones are using a blender pipeline, mm. and therefore they don't have to like get by Maya. So right. because I think if if uh, for people the layman to understand uh, animation, yeah, the banyak level, right? Mm. They have lev- um like you would see something like um Peppa Pig, okay. Right, which is a two D animation, ah. da, da, da. then you see what you see the um uh, what you see um in preschool Disney, like you know Mickey Mouse in preschool level, mm. and then you have 
you know, uh, the Bobo Boys of the world, the Agent Ali's, and then you go at the highest end is the Pixar and, yeah. and the rest, right? Mm. So as you go up the value chain, the pipeline gets more expensive, right? Mm. In terms of uh, the technology and also the people. Um, a lot of our companies uh, have found, uh, found, uh, um, uh, I would say, opportunities in the preschool area or the children's okay. content area, mm. which do not require at the highest end like mm. Pixar, right? So you're doing it for TV, right? right? And so again, this the other th- the other thing that I want to make sure people understand within the lay, um, the resolution, mm. like you know HD, 4K, right. 8K. Yeah. So right now, I think the requirement for preschool stuff. 2K pun dah okay, which is okay. HD, mm. right? You don't need to go to 4K, but some of them require 4K now because right. that's a, that's the. So, as long as you're able to um, uh, sort of understand who your audience is mm. and what is their expectation, mm. then you are able to uh, uh, make sure that your your product is made to that spec. Mm. So, um, so a lot of our companies are doing preschool stuff, so right. they don't have to go high end, mm. and they can use Blender, mm. right? Blender doesn't have to, although Blender can do some high end stuff, but it's not needed. Like if you want uh, for the, uh, for, the kind for, of content, that that content right? So, a lot of them are starting to use Blender, and I think this is a a, a healthy um, uh, need for for the environment because before we were just artists; they were just mainly artists doing content creation and they didn't know technology well hmm. now our companies are becoming more technology adept so this is what I learned from Rhythm and Hughes right Rhythm and Hughes actually came from engineers hmm. they built their own right. software they built their own systems like the 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 Maya now which is the, the main 3D software came from what they did in the early days hmm. uh, Rhythm and Hughes so for them right it's amazing to see a company like this at that time there were 800 people in Los Angeles. Mm. They want to start up a studio. They had a studio in India. They want to start up a studio in Malaysia. They can mm. grow from one to 200 in less than a year and a half mm. if they wanted to. So uh, let's talk about that yep. and your own experience with leaving yep. uh, MDEC and then joining okay. those guys. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, 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 so this story, right? So I would say my takeaway from that is that um, technology is really important. Like mm. Understanding technology is really important. Artists will be artists, but you need to support the artists with the best tools. Yeah. So one of the things that 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 that, that sort of helped a lot within Rhythm and Hughes is that number one, when they started out, when they started growing global, they they had limitations in terms of the bandwidth infrastructure. So the the first offices they opened out outside of Los Angeles was in India. Sorry. And so what was their core business? Okay. So okay. So let me explain what Rhythm and Hughes. So huh. Rhythm and Hughes. Um, is a visual effects company. Okay. A Hollywood-based visual effects company. Um, and it was, uh, I think it was opened back, uh, so, probably in the ni- early 1990s. Okay. Right. And I think one of the first projects they did was like, upper, uh, what was this? Um, it was a Disney show. The Black Hole was one of their first few projects that they did mm. uh, with CG, right? But uh, 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 stuff that Rhythm and Hair Use have done, so... It, uh, so they were in competition with people like ILM. And ILM, ILM, yes, exactly. Okay. So mm. so we were the main house for Life of Pi. So ah, the Oscar, okay. yeah. So, so yeah, they won the Oscar. Yeah, right? and our team in Malaysia was also involved in, in, in that. But we did 22 films in Malaysia, uh, ranging from... Um, most of the chipmunk films were were, were okay. done were done by Rhythm huh. and Hughes, um, X Men First Class, right? Yeah, uh, some huh. of the visual effects from there. Um, uh, what else? Um, 
um, I think we did some of the night uh, the museum movies mm. uh, also were done in uh, were done in Rhythm and Houston a lot of, there was so, so obviously Golden this Compass. is tier one yeah this, this is tier one yeah, yeah yeah so uh, so so this company I think at that time when I was there they were t- so what happened yeah, so, so what was your own journey in that so yeah, you so, and them then what happened how did you so jump? yeah I thought you know it'd be great for me to 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 to, to experience uh, um, being part of a global production house hmm. And that's where I was, you know, uh, um, uh, given the opportunity to sort of become the senior manager there, sort of like the studio studio manager there. Mm. And that is where, you know, they, they brought me into like managing, you know, a team of artists and managing communications between our our studios between India and, and mm. Los Angeles, sort of the day-to-day running operations of the uh, So they HR. were quite established already. They were established already. Okay, the yeah. company has been 26, at that time, 26 years old already, mm. right? But... But no, no, in Malaysia, I mean. In Malaysia, uh, no, no. I think we were about six months into. Ah, huh, okay. Yeah. So, so I, I think they probably brought me in also to sort of give that that local flavor to, mm. to talk to the local institutions and all, all that. So, uh, uh, so, um, so that that is where we actually started working with universities and colleges to actually train the people, and then. Uh, we trained in house, and then also some of the the talent pool also will go out out of out of the industry. But but the 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 goal was to create a visual effects uh, studio in Malaysia doing mm. high end work. And okay. That yeah. So and again, as I said, we we did Life of Pi from Malaysia. Oh, so there were two films that were running nominated for the Oscar visual effects Oscar in that, that year. year. Uh-huh. Uh, that was actually done in Malaysia. One was um, Snow White and the Huntsman. Okay. And the other and one was Life of, of Pi, but Life of Pi won lah. But great thing, I, I would say, that Snow White and the Huntsman, okay, just nominated for Oscar, okay? nominated for Oscar, right? Uh, more than uh, uh, 60% of the work was done in Malaysia. Wow. Like we had 44 guys working. Ah, I was going to ask how big is the... So the, the team the in the Malaysia team, was yeah. about 170, 160 at the, at, at, the, at, at, at the peak of it. Hmm. Yeah. And then, um, so so sadly, what happened was, um, because of the whole um, VFX sort of environment, where it's you know uh, it was very cutthroat in terms of like you know prices and you know these kind mm. of things, um, the company went bankrupt. Oh, uh, wow. oh, so they, they yeah, don't went to chapter it. chapter eleven. Chapter eleven. Uh, yeah. So, just as we won the Oscar. We had uh, a couple of months after that. We had to go into chapter eleven. Wow! So uh, so they were running on fumes, lah, when they yeah, were yeah, doing yeah. that movie. Because one thing, the Life of Pi project also was actually um, um, was uh, you know sometimes what happens is there's delays, right? Mm. So when you keep people on delays, and it's cost to the company. So we have multiple projects, and 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 some of these projects encountered delays. Mm. So that is that is the scourge of being as a service provider, yeah. Yeah. right? And I think that's why a lot of our companies also right now are charting their own path in creating their own IP because mm. they know there will be one day somebody will be faster, cheaper. Yeah. yeah? And, yeah. And, and this is where they think that they want to also chart their path. So yeah. Rhythm and Hughes gave me that, 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 that opportunity to understand the whole visual effects um, uh, ecosystem. That, yeah? mm-hmm. I beca- uh, and again, um, uh, uh, I have a a technical background so it's mm. easy for me to sort of get so I learned a lot about the technical background things like um, the software that they they, they, they have created to do mm. the art they also have software which I think really important like still a lot of our production companies use Excel sheets 
to manage productions. Okay. They have a proper project management right. tool right. which allows them to, uh, to, mm. to, to communicate globally and also make comments globally. So mm. that means at least when you look at your, your work, you know it's been commented from a guy in Los Angeles saying this, you need to change this. Mm. But just imagine if you're doing it on, a, on, a, on an Excel sheet, somebody has to call you, somebody has to write the notes, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, and then the, the, the Excel sheet, somewhere, yeah. Yeah, the tracking, the changes, yeah. you don't know, right? Yeah. So if you change something, how are you going to communicate back? So all these tools were already inherent mm. within, the, within, within the company and something that I think a lot of our production companies didn't have. So again, great experience. I go out, I go talk to our local studios. They might not think about it. I tell them this is important. Then they think about it and they're doing it. Mm. So now most of our major studios have very good project management tools to allow them to sort of manage their production. So again, great experience from mm. where I was and that I would be able to relate so, to the So the agency agent. does know yes. what the... Or they in did. fact, not just does, does know, yep. is leading yes. to the kind of capabilities that the industry needs Correct. over Correct. here anyway. Correct. Okay. Yeah, but... I would say now I'm I'm less in the industry, so I think they are a bit more in front in a way, right. in a way. But at least I can speak to them and 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 and, and get ideas and and, and 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 it's not just me, but even with my team also. Yeah. So actually, I wanted yeah. to go a little bit into the how mm. does the industry even work, right? Okay. Um, because you know, I obviously bump into people who say, "Oh, you know, right? They, here's the here's the show. Mm. They slice five seconds of this to this company, and they slice ten seconds of it to that, right? Mm. So how how does that how does that work? Right. So yeah. so usually there will be a producer uh on the client side that will actually look at the 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 body of work that's mm. required, and what they will do is they 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 are they are, they, are, they, they they know enough to look at how to sort of break up the work that, that mm. is required. And what will happen is there will be a bidding process. So all these companies will go through a process where, okay, um, I have this work. Can you bid to me how much it will cost? How many mm. how, how, how many people will do it? What is the timeline? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's, it's like a regular yeah. tender, right? So you everybody will pitch. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's also uh, based on what have you done before, mm. right? The portfolio that you have. So if you are like a newbie, going to pitch to Netflix, mm. for example, for the next animation studios, I don't think they will listen to you. Yeah. But if you've been doing projects for Disney, for Warner Brothers, blah, 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 and you and Netflix opens it up, they will consider mm. you, right? So if so so I I guess the the um the thing that 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 that, that people will need to realize is that um there will be times, especially when you're new, that you actually have to take whatever that you can get. Mm. That will build your portfolio. And yeah. then that will build your network also. So I tell you the ecosystem and the network is so so small, right? They they talk to each other, ah, right? Okay, and okay. then uh, 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 my colleague used to call it like it's like a mafia, right? Um, so what will usually happen is if somebody in the system loves working with you, and somebody opens their mouth and says, "Hey, do you know who right, I can uh, do that?" and they will offer okay. that. It's all about. I mean, is in a way, it's, again, it's like a yeah. network. It's yeah. also trust. Um, and 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 yes, uh, uh, um, the portfolio is important, but also your you know how you play within the ecosystem is also very important. Mm. Like you know, uh, sometimes uh, some people uh, to think too much of themselves, right? And, yeah. uh, and 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 there will be a time when people will, will although you do the best work in the world, people will just nah lah. 
I could just give it to a yeah. a guy who who probably is uh, may not be as bad but have better attitude and yeah. do better, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's like in in a job and in, in mm. getting employed. So what you probably once they 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 will do is like a regular uh, RFP. They will list this is what we need. This is how many scenes that is required. Mm. Um, and these are our expectations in terms of the timeline. Can you tell us what what? Okay. And then you will come up with your RFP. I mean, your your proposal where you will say, okay, these are some of the drafts of what what we think that it will look like. Um, uh, the the timeline, the cost, and then you know wh- who are mm. we putting on the, the who are we putting on the show is actually quite quite important also because they mm. a lot of these studios will want to make sure that they get the A listers in your team, right? Ah, so, so your team will have team, the best yeah. in your team, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and this is same similar between visual effects and also games, right? So they will really look at the capability of your team, right? Mm. And if you if those guys are not involved in your thing, and once they start working uh, on the project, they will come back to you and say, "You guys promised this me this guy." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so again, these are things that they will have to get ready and 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 mm. and and. and 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 sometimes it depends it depends on the size of the project lah. So if the project is big, then it will cut it into small mm. pieces. If small, then it will just. But how do they s- they slice everything back together? Oh, they stitch everything back yeah. Together so so it depends, right? Um. So uh. The, um. Um. I would say there are certain standards that keep. So I know like some of the big studios like Sony and stuff. They have a certain um. Uh. What do you call it? Standard for asset creation. So okay. once they have a creation. But it all depends on who your client is. Mm. What is their requirement? So if they require you to do this kind of asset, then you then then you will have to send it in this. So most of the companies are adept enough mm. to actually be able to uh, um, re- uh, do what is required by the client. And then the c- client at the end of the day, they will be the ones putting it together. Right. Maybe through right. an outsource party or by themselves. Yeah. yeah. The other thing. Ah, uh, so I wanted to jump a little bit into the games part, right? Yep. From industry standpoint. Mm. So I always thought that okay, the company like you know Konami or whatever, right? Yep. Okay, I create the game. Is me lah. Yeah. But what I realized is actually they then outsource it out to okay. Here's the game concept. Yep. And then go find. Yeah. Other studios, if like game studios, to develop it, right? Yeah. So similar to I think uh, is is a similar process to um, um any type of content, be it mm. animation, be it live action. If you're a big studio, sometimes you you do you do not want to add more people into your studio. Yeah. And just. Just you know, lower the cost and let have somebody else that has the risk. So there are many models of working together from mm. that standpoint. One is to wholly like um, outsource the whole game development. So there are studios, uh, um, there are external studios that do full game development. Mm. Uh, say for example, I need a game on Batman. You pitch to me how you're gonna do it. You finish it. You what, the ideas, but I will be the one looking at. It. And Marvel does this a lot. Marvel. Their games uh, production studio, they don't have a production capability. Right. They just license out their characters to a, another party, and they will these parties will actually come up with the game. But they will have producers who will go through check with Marvel if okay. they're okay or not, yep. the storyline, their mm. canon, and stuff like that. So similar to uh, Star Wars, EA, uh, mm. EA is their 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 partner in make, making creating uh, full games around mm. the, the 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 license. So we have companies that do full games. Mm. They also have things called co-development, meaning they will do parts of the games versus okay. full game, right? right? So somebody will do a full game, but maybe in that game there is one section where this only this company is doing it, mm. right? So they've, they 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 then they even break it down to a point of the the, the job. Can they somebody do concept art? Right. Can do somebody do game art? Mm. Modeling, yeah, yeah. animation, yeah. Um, even game design to that point, game programming to that, and then things like QA. So, 
in animation and 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 uh, cinema there is no QA you have focus groups right but there's QA because it's programming it's yeah. it's uh, bugs right yeah. people yeah. Need so QA is also another sort of outsourcing work uh, there are specific um, groups out there that do just do QA uh, mm. pull to win uh, among others uh, these are service mm. companies that people just chuck their game to them and they will do all the QA and then tell you what the bugs are and then yeah. and then they will have to fix it right so so yeah there's the this is i guess in games not very far away from animation but i get more technical in that sense uh, mm. because the requirements of sort of game uh, game programming and game design that is mm. required by some of these companies to do lah mm. so i guess in terms of uh, career wise kan yep when you talk to the parents go and ask mm. hey you know my kids yep. love games so much yep. right yep. sounds like there's actually not just no your kids not just going to go sit in front of the the game and play right yeah. there's actually a whole lot of things um, yeah. and it's not just coding games either yes, right there's yes. the, the creative part of the game yes. the the game theory yeah. and and all yeah. that that they can go into right yeah. well similar to uh, similar to the creative industries right have you heard of production accountants before no no right and th- these guys are so in demand because hmm. they are the ones who actually manage product accounts of the production right hmm. and we don't have enough of that in malaysia right so whenever let alone people know what it is exactly can, right And then legal, uh. legal in in, oh, yeah. in 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 production, in game, yeah, yeah. and in games and production, right? Mm. So, you it's an ecosystem, right? Yeah. It is a business. It's an industry. Yeah. It is an industry. Yeah. So you will have, you know, it's just that the, you are specific to that. So specific to oil and gas. You have specific, you know, uh, yeah. uh, lawyers for oil and gas. You have specific lawyers for 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 other things, right? Yeah. Financing also is different, but. But it is an ecosystem and 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 an industry. So therefore, yes, there are many opportunities. The guy who plays the game, like I, I always get question. Like my kids playing esports. Ada ke future for esports? Well, you know what? There is a that you there is sometimes not a future because maybe they're playing games saja. But what happens like you know if in football, right? Uh, you have players right? so only some of them can become a Mo Salah or That's right. the actual players uh, yeah, yeah 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 the one in Liverpool or in uh, Serie Serie A and, and, and stuff Serie A and stuff what happens to the guys who get left behind hmm. even right. they become what coaches or they become sports apa uh, uh, sports commentators or yeah. they become uh, what do you call it uh, uh, what do you call it uh, the 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 sports managers and stuff hmm. like that right similar to esports those who Don't become the best esports guys. Can become QA. Yeah. So because they love game so much, I can play yeah. a game and give you what the issues are within the game. Mm. And you know what? Some of the best, the top people in the game industry right now came from QA. Huh. They they work they themselves up. Play, they yeah. have played a game. They became game yeah. designers and then they became you know leaders in their organization. So mm. again, it is hard work. It's not something that you know. Y- Orang yang main game ni senang, yeah. but the yeah. reality, if you really want to be in the industry, you will have to put in the effort mm. and actually be able to look at the opportunities. Now, my job, MDEX's job, is to ensure that these opportunities are available. Right. 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 So right and now, people know about it. People know yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So now, people know that there's opportunity if you become a game artist. There are mm. companies that do game art. Mm. There are opportunities for you to do uh, to become a game company. So we provide grants for you to set up your own company and and build your own game. Mm. Yeah, opportunities for you to do co-development in some of the companies. So you need programmers. Yeah, yeah. So now some of the companies, investors, and some of the local companies are asking us right now: Is there any opportunity in QA? Because QA 
Although I would say it, uh, apa, it, it is uh, an easier way to get into the game industry, but it's mm. not there in Malaysia. So mm. a lot of the universities guys uh, that that may want to be part of the game industry but not have the high end skills yeah. can always be part of the QA to grow to grow into the game ah. industry. So that's why we're talking to a lot, lot of investors looking at QA also as another, another right. opportunity. Uh, we when we <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine the cost eh, in a university for QA mm. if there was one mm. it'll be just okay lah you got to play all these different genres right mind game because <laughs> you really need to yeah, right you to, play to and experience. you know how to do reports ah, yeah, yeah, reports yeah. documents right yeah, you need to report this, oh, this like the a dream job yeah. Yeah. no not really actually once you play too many games I don't think you you know you'll it's, probably it's, get bored always the it. case lah right yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah. everything like yeah. I I tell myself right I love the game industry but I don't want to be part of it because then I might lose all the 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 good stuff. The right? joy, the joy of playing. Of it, yeah. right? Same thing when I was in the in Rhythm and Hughes. It was like now I know how they make visual effects. It's like <laughs> okay. Now now every time I watch a movie, if the visual effects sucks, I know. Huh. I can see. You see it differently, they, yeah, yeah. They didn't do a good job here. This is oh, this is really bad. They they cut the cost here. They cut the cost. Yeah, I can do that now. Yeah. yeah. They, they, uh, apa, uh, there's there's a word for this when we we learn because I sat down with what they call compositors. So compositors yeah. in, uh, so the team that I led in rhythm and hue were called compositors. Mm. Compositors are the guys who take all the assets that everybody has done. So the modelers has done the the the, the, the we call BG prep, the one that preps all the backgrounds and everything has done, and put them together to see what you finally see on screen. Okay. So they composite, right? They right. composite. So compositors are the guys with the with the sharpest eyes because they mm. need to make sure that it looks well, yeah. right? When you Smooth mix it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So when you mix it, you mix it well, right? So that it looks good, right? So we were we call we proud our pride prided ourselves to call ourselves pixel efforts. <laughs> okay. So we can see each pixel. Ah! Wrong there. Love there. Oh man. <laughs> so mat semua mata glasses tu tebal-tebal lah this yeah, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Same so way. yeah, I mean, now that's that's the thing lah. So so again, that's going to screw up your enjoyment of movies now. You will looking yeah, at it from yeah, a different yeah, way. Yeah. So, so when you look at Mandalorian for example, ha. Huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but when I watch Mandalorian, I I think for for a TV show, it's it's a really amazing job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to close season eh, coming season, up. Season, I think it's fall. Oh, okay. Couple more months. Yeah. So, so for mm. games, I think there's, um, there's, there's, there's a lot of. Op- I remember last time when we started the games industry. Through the, I mean, looking at the games industry in, uh, in, in MDEC, uh, about maybe 10, 15 years ago. Like that company, Game Brains was one of one of them. The other one was called um, Phoenix Game Studios. Mm. I remember that top, like these are the guys, at the cusp of doing all these like World of Warcraft, MMO. They actually built their own. World of Warcraft around Fung, they call it Fung One Online. It was based on the Chinese Hong Kong, um, apa, uh, uh, comic called Fung One. Okay. Uh, if if you watch the, there was a movie, uh, Cloud Cloud uh, Cloud and Wind, I think, or something like that. Mm. So, uh, Ekin Cheng and somebody there was actually a movie based on it. It's a comic and then it became movie. And then, so actually, mo- many people playing together on a server, uh, Kung Fu, right? Fung uh. One and all built in Malaysia. And so now I heard that the guy no longer works in games. He's probably working for IBM or something, doing servers and stuff like that, programming and stuff hmm. like that. But we had that talent already. 
right? Be- just because that we didn't understand how to grow that ecosystem here, mm. don't know how to support it. Now we know how to support. In a way, we know we we have the network to support. My team, I have like Mohan. Uh, he's the head of interactive. He used to be a game publisher. Okay. So I have like real industry guys right. on inside who know what to do. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, so it gives better opportunities for the for, for mm. the companies. Yeah. Hey, okay lah. It's almost an hour and a half. Yeah. I give you a couple of minutes. I wanted to ask: Is now looking forward a bit? Okay. For yourself. Right. Right. So where where do you go from here? It's a good question. I think with a lot of changes with the with 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 with, with, with the, you know the environment. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think I, I mentioned about dice hmm. the framework yep, you know framework I really think that it, it is the future and we've been pitching this to um, um, pitching this to EPU in terms of what we needed to do um, and we realize also um, when we've been doing this a lot of the um, efforts that we do are in very much Kalang Valley based huh. so uh, my team and I think that it's re- now time to, for us to go out Nationwide, to, uh, nationwide, yeah. So mm. we're looking at also creating sort of clusters in several parts of the region to actually grow with the with the with the mm. states. We realize this because when we did a programs like Level Up at schools, where we teach kids at schools, uh, secondary school students, how to create games. Mm. Some of the best games come from places like Miri, Klantan, huh. versus the one in KL. Mm. So I'm like, hey, there are talents yeah. there, right? Uh, so why aren't we actually giving them opportunities in their own states? Right? If mm. not, they will come all to KL. Yeah. So, but I guess it's also back to your ecosystem story, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everything is correct. Here, yeah. Right? So one of the conversations we're having is some of our uh, our companies are from different states. Right. They also want to give back to the yeah, states. Yeah, yeah. Can they work together with us to at their states to build uh, an opportunity in these states? Mm. So build a studio there, provide work, provide opportunities. And that that gives them access to talent, yeah. lowers their costs, yeah. and also gives them more capacity when they want to go pitch or create new new projects. So I think these are the things that we were really thinking about in the future, about really how to get the whole Malaysia to be part of this whole any Sabah Sarawak, amazing creators there, like so much mm. stories there, like yeah. So to me, my future is like. One day I hope that I can become like a producer. Like I sit down, like ah, I choose you to make story. I choose you to make story. I choose you to make story. I mean that that is like my 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 Nila. Like my Your my dream. my dream. Like my dream is like I will be the one like looking for the best creators in the world, and then like if I can find money for them, like just incentivize them to create the content, and hopefully if they make money, some of that goes to me lah. Ah, that's why. Be I the want. Spielberg of uh, yeah, of no, yeah, no. Be like a like a Disney lah. You know, in a way, something like that, right? Yeah. I'm not Spielberg is a director. He creates stuff. But he produces too, okay? Yeah, I know. So. Yeah. But okay lah. But yeah. more, yeah, more the yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, that's why I want to be looking cool, at right? yeah, one day. I guess in yeah. short, for those parents who are worried with their kids playing games and watching too much cartoon, there's actually a yeah, there future is a, in the industry. Yeah, there is an avenue. Especially if they're serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. They have to be serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hey, okay, no. Okay. Thank you very much for coming Welcome. in. Welcome. I will see Hope you again. Hope it was la. good enough. Oh, fantastic. Cool. Thank you.